What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour podcast. I am Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we will be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. All right. And uh, it's episode four now, right? Yeah, episode four. Time flies. <laughs> Time really flies when you're recording podcasts. And sure does. With that being said, it's two days before New Year's. Yes, it is. And that leads us into what we're going to be talking about this week, which is setting goals for the new year. Not only setting yes. them, but how to evaluate them, how to track them, how to stick to them. Yeah. What goals to set. Yeah. All of that kind of stuff. We're just, it's just going to be goal central here, and uh, we're going to break it all down for you. Yeah, absolutely. The New Year's is a great time for a refresh. It, it certainly is, and it's a good excuse to... Put off all those things like in December, even November and say, you know what? I'll just wait till the new year. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully everyone's enjoying the last couple days of your old life because it's time for a refresh and a rebirth. Yep. And you're going to be so inspired to restart everything and yep. just hit those goals. You might want to even start a day early. Yeah, maybe. Well, this won't come out until after New Year's, but yeah, you guys, point. everybody gets the idea. <laughs> so... Ah, let's, let's talk about what we're drinking. <laughs> yep, that is an important thing. And it was my week to choose a cocktail. Yep. And instead of choosing a cocktail, because it's a kind of a New Year's episode, I got two bottles of champagne. You did very nicely bring out two glasses for them, but I personally am just going to drink it out of the bottle as almost a, a way to cleanse this year and... Start fresh. Yeah, I like it. For whatever whatever that means, drinking out of a champagne bottle like an animal. But that's what we're going to do. Yeah, I'm going to join you in that. I think okay. I like that vibe for this episode. I, th I think I do too because, you know, you got to be, you got to be, you can't be too uptight when you're setting goals and, you know, you, you can't just be like overanalyzing it. You got to, yeah. you got to find that balance and we're going to get into that we're with, into yeah, there you go. Sorry, I got to grab my, my bottle. We haven't popped it yet. We wanted to pop it. Yeah, live. On air. Live on air. I don't know, honestly, if I've ever done this before, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. I think I've done it like once or twice. Just make sure that, oh, now I feel like I need a knife or something to open this, but they do shoot around and we don't want to damage our new beautiful van, so. We definitely don't. Hang on to it. Yeah. <laughs> don't let it go flying. And this was, this is not, you know, your bottom shelf kind of stuff. This was almost $16 a bottle, Whoa. which is very expensive. Very nice. Okay, so. We got this fancy little, does all champagne have this? I'm not much of a champagne drinker. <laughs> yes, they do, because that's what keeps the cap on, or else it'll just like. Oh, shoot pop. off. Yeah, pop. Okay. Pop bottles. So that makes like, sense. Know, that's, all the, that's what they say. Do you think this is going to explode? I don't know. We're talking a lot of visual things when people are listening <laughs> Whoa, to this. Whoa, all right. <laughs> got it. There you go. All right, mine's all open. Right, okay. Let's. Yay. Yeah. Okay, and it didn't even spill, so. Cheers. Cheers to 2022. Yay. All right. This is, I I honestly love New Year's. It's probably my favorite holiday. I love like starting fresh, having a good, I don't know why it feels, you can start new things at any time of year and I don't want to tell people that they can't, but like New Year's just feels so special. It feels like a new, I don't know, like a new opportunity. Yeah. Like you can completely change everything up and I think some people look at it too much like how I was just saying, you know, it's a it's almost an excuse just to like completely give up on yourself for November and December. You're like, ah, New Year's, I'm going to totally change yeah. everything. And there's a lot of people that set goals that are maybe too abstract, that are too, too large or just not realistic. And there are the people that go to the gym New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. And they go for a couple weeks and then you never see them again in there and yeah. uh, they just give up. That's true. So we don't want to be those people, but it is so nice if you just have a fresh calendar. Yeah. And you can complete a year of planning something out. I agree. And I'm also very big on on New Year's resolutions, New Year's, um, you know, just that whole vibe. And I've always set a lot of resolutions, probably too many. And previously, I've never really set up a system to track those goals. 
you know, I kind of check in with them every now and then, but what we're going to try to do this year is really track our goals, check in with them, see how we're doing, kind of evaluate it. And, um, you know, hopefully be better at getting those goals and really having a concrete number or, or goal that we can measure against instead of something super abstract. So we will be getting into that, but why don't we start with what goals we had for this year, last year and the year before were just completely insane with the way of the world. So, um, I feel like that derailed a lot of people, but I think everybody's ready to start fresh this year and get, get everything back to normal. Yeah. Hopefully. Definitely. We'll see. Well, I mean, what is normal? You know, you just gotta, yeah, you gotta adjust. It's all about this new norm. It's the new norm. I don't, I don't know this new norm, but I don't like them. (laughs) I don't like them at all. But anyway, 2021, um, you want to start with your goals obviously changed because you had a a big life change, leaving a a super stable corporate um, job and starting to work for a small deck and patio business. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Don't say it like that. (laughs) It's yeah, we're larger than life here, actually. So um, why don't you talk about some of your goals that you had and um, you know, how you made out with those and yeah. whether you checked in with them and yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a huge goal setter. I love nothing more than to set goals and to track them and, you know, organize organization is like big for me. So I, I love that. Um, with changing careers, a lot of my, a lot of my goals were either career related Um, I wanted to get a different job title and I wanted to make sure that my finances were in check. And, you know, when you change careers and all that kind of stuff, all of that went out the window. (laughs) But I guess technically I did change job titles just in a different way. I hadn't I hadn't expected director of global expansion at your last. (laughs) I was not. No. Okay. well, sounds like a sounds like a promotion to me. Yeah, it's a pretty big upgrade. So. All right. Nailed that one. Yeah. (laughs) Let's check that one off the box. Um. And then financial stuff. So when I, I also love like tracking finances very closely <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So I had goals set as to what I thought was appropriate, but in my before life. And now I just pivoted in my, in my, once I got a new job, I just set new goals for the end of the year, which was only a couple months, but you know. Important hit, to have those goals. Yeah. I just had to pivot a little bit and I nailed those. So. I'm like, <laughs> you're like batting a thousand. I know. Right I'm now. yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about how my goals went, and I had some personal goals too. Like, um, I wanted to uh, my I had a boat and I trash picked it my first boat, and it took me like a year and a half to redo completely. And I had a goal of buying a bigger boat that I could comfortably sleep myself and some friends on, and I just gave myself a couple months to finish it, and I did. And my boat is like pretty much done now. So. That was another personal goal that I really wanted to to you're, do. You're really, you're really nailing it. Yeah. I think my only personal goal that I didn't hit, I wanted to like sit down and read a book one a month. And I don't think that I did that. I, That's I been of, one of my goals like every year. But I always set the bar too high and it's I always do one a week. Mm. like 52 that's, books in a year. That's If you could do that, that would be amazing. I know. It's, it's really... Some people do and it's <laughs> oh, like... Yeah. I, I love... I don't know if I love reading. So I love the idea of reading. I buy a lot of books. Um, it's that might be one of my 2022 goals. <laughs> one a month. Yeah. I think that's really good. One a month. One a month is realistic. Yeah. And I wish that I had hit it, but I just, you know, life got away from me and things yep. happen. But I mean, I read several books, so that's good. But I didn't hit that goal. You know but how to read. That is a big goal in I itself. Do. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Well, what about you? What were your 2021 goals? So 2021 was, um, it was a little crazy because obviously everything that's going on in the world. And shortly after 2021 started, I became a father, Mm -hmm. which is a big life change. So a lot of the goals that I had in previous years were usually around, um, finances with the business like we want to hit this goal for revenue or stuff Mm -hmm. like that but this year I was more focused on trying to find a better work-life balance because before being a father I would do all of the video editing and 
all the social media stuff after work. And once you're a father and you have somebody to take care of when you come home, that's just not, it's, it's not something that I wanted to do. I didn't want to be working all the time. I'm still working on it. So I don't know if I would say that I've achieved that goal, but it's definitely gotten a lot better. And part of that is from bringing on more people to delegate some more stuff Mm-hmm. like you. And so I'm still trying to find that balance, but I tried to put aside a lot of the revenue goals and stuff like that because I wanted to try to get things a little bit more manageable um, on a personal level. Yeah. Because, find a balance. Yeah. I'm kind of addicted to working all the time and always thinking about it. Um, if I didn't have anything else going on in my life, I would probably work 18 hours a day. Like I can just go home, go on the computer, start editing and just, just go with stuff for forever. So yeah. that's something I've really tried to reel in and I've definitely made a lot of, of headway there, but still, still a, a work in progress. So this year I've got that a little bit more uh, under control and a little bit more balance in my life. So mm-hmm. I'm ready to reevaluate for next year in the business and, get back to like setting those goals and trying to trying to really take things to the next level. Yeah. And I feel like the past two years, it's been really hard to like, you can set financial goals for a business, but everything has been so up in the air. Like even just the cost of materials and all that kind of stuff has really fluctuated. So I can totally see how those goals would be like difficult to manage, but should we talk about ways, the best ways that we like to, attain our goals. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's really important when you're setting goals is to like have a kind of a a template for where you're going to check in on those goals, Mm -hmm. how to set realistic goals and make sure that you do it in a way that is productive because you can set goals that are either too big, too vague, and you can't really, you're not really even giving yourself a chance in the beginning. And that can be really discouraging. So yeah. um, setting goals should be something that really motivates you. And you should be able to set milestones where it's actually achievable. You know, you want to find that balance between uh, a goal that's too small and a goal that's too big. Yeah. But have something that's manageable so that you can have that encouragement. Like, okay, I've gotten to this point of my goal. And set milestones along the way so that you can you can be encouraged as you go. Yeah. So set like attainable goals and then be mindful of your reach goals. Like yeah. if you're, you know, if you're at $100,000 in sales right now, don't be like, okay, uh, next year I'm definitely going to hit 2.5 mil. Yeah. That's going to be how it goes. Like you need to set, like think of where you would like to be and then just bump it up like a little bit. So it's just a small reach. Yeah. And then set that as your reach goal. And also don't just set like one goal for the entire year. Like I want to go from a hundred thousand in sales to say 500,000 in sales and, you know, just look at it at the end of the year. You kind of lose track of where you're at with it, how to adapt during the year. So instead of doing that yearly goal, set that as the overall goal, but have milestones along the way. Like each quarter we should be hitting 125,000. That's right. Right? 125,000? Yeah, each quarter. That equals 500,000. I just did that in my head. I'm like a math whiz. Oh, you said 500,000. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought you were going for a million, and I was like, that. That doesn't know. <laughs> that would okay. be yes, 250,000. <laughs> yes. So have like shorter time periods for some of those goals, and then you can evaluate how you know you're tracking that goal and whether you are way behind, you're a little bit ahead. And if you're yeah. way ahead, you can even reevaluate your goal and maybe say, all right, maybe we can get to $600,000 in sales. But if you just have that full year period, you can kind of lose touch with the goal and yeah, you just kind of like drift through and then kind of look at it the, at the end. Like, did we hit it or did we not? So Yeah. And also hitting goals feels so good that if you're hitting those quarterly goals, it like motivates you more to keep yeah. going. Like yeah. if you're like, Oh my gosh, yes, I have this win. We nailed it this quarter. Yep. Let's keep going. I'm so motivated to get to next quarter. And then 
It's yeah. like a snowball effect. If you just set like one ambiguous goal, like, okay, next year, that's, that's yeah. not like super <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exciting. It's, you know, you got to keep, do things to make yourself motivated. Yeah. So stay motivated. I think, I think that's a really good um, first step for people that are setting goals. Whatever mm-hmm. goal you have, break that big goal into smaller goals and set shorter time periods yeah. for that. So especially if it's like financially driven. Yeah, exactly. Because like I said, you can reevaluate if you set up uh, milestones that are quarterly, you can reevaluate each quarter and say, you know, maybe that was too much. And say you don't hit that 500,000 and you get to 400,000 at the end of the year. That's still a huge growth going from 100 to 400,000. Mm-hmm. So being like honest with yourself as you're going and maybe giving yourself some flexibility to adjust the goal if it's not realistic, because at the end of the day, you want to hit your goals and that $400,000 a year is still a really, really big win. So I think that's something to really keep in mind is have those smaller goals as part of a large goal. Yes. Excuse me. I'm sorry. This, <laughs> this bubbly is really, yeah. Maybe bubbly wasn't the best for an audio <laughs> podcast, but um, any, anyway, yes. So name some ways. When- because cause you, you're definitely better at, at the tracking. Mm-hmm. I'm more dream really big. Usually a lot of my goals are sort of vague and just just big, ambiguous, vague goals like, you know, grow our YouTube channel as much as we can. Yeah. And I'm pretty good at staying motivated within that goal, but I think having some, some more organization around it is going to help me out a lot in the new year. So yeah. kind of lay out some some of the ways to track your goals and, and just to stay on course with them because that's definitely something that you're much better at. Yeah, so what I like to do is really set aside a portion. I mean, I know some people do it daily to check in with themselves or I like to do it weekly. Like every Monday morning I sit down and I like kind of map out my week and I take that time to not only like think about what I'm doing that week or that month, just really check in with myself and see where I am on hitting those goals. And during New Year's is the time where I usually kind of, ha- if I have a goal, then I kind of map out for the year where I need to hit certain things. So I keep it, you can do it in a planner or in your phone or however you track things, kind of write down your smaller goals to make sure that you're hitting those milestones. But if you do it every week and you're really, if you make sure that it's in your face and you're sit, like sitting down and mindfully taking time to really evaluate, I think that that goes so far because it's so easy to just kind of lose, you know, you get so caught up in the grind and you're working and yeah. you have your family to take care of and all this kind of stuff. You get distracted and it's easy to blink and a month goes by and you don't even know it. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, yeah. it's easy to get caught up. So what I like to do is keep myself organized. I love paper. I like I mean, I'm very, most of my stuff is on the computer, but when it comes to that, with, when it comes to planning, I like to do it in an actual physical planner and I like to write out like what I've done. If I need to do different steps, I write those down and I kind of do it as a check checklist and I can check off my, that's another thing that feels great to check things off of a checklist. Um, But I think it's great to really take some time to really mindfully sit down and be like, okay, where am I this week? What do I need to do to get that goal? What do I, what part am I in to get to that goal? Really just do it mindfully. And that really yeah. helps. And if you set that time aside and you know, every Monday morning, I'm going to sit down with myself for 15 minutes and just kind of assess where I'm at. Yeah. Then you'll do it every Monday morning or whatever time works for yeah. you. Is this something that you actually do now? Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. That's really impressive. I'm really, really impressed by that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's something that I've always tried to set up those type of um, check-ins on a more regimented basis. And it's been really hard for me to stick with that. But yeah, I think that is such a good point that if you either set aside the time that you're going to sit down and evaluate where you're at with your goal um, and you really stick to that and be dedicated to just taking that time once a week or or whatever increment you want to do, not only does it help you check in with the goals, but all week, you know, next Monday, I got to sit down for a half hour, an hour, whatever it is, and be real with myself of what I did <laughs> in the previous week to get closer to that goal. So I think not only does it help you stay on track 
checking in with it once a week. It also helps you during that whole week because you know that check-in's going to come. Mm-hmm. And you're just in a better frame of mind of um, of achieving of achieving your goals. You yeah. Because you know you're going to have that check-in with yourself. And as long as you're honest with that weekly check-in and you're dedicated to it, you don't want to sit down with yourself and say, man, I really didn't do anything this previous week to get me closer <laughs> to my goal. So yeah. I, I, I love that idea. I think it helps me do things mindfully too because sometimes like I'll leave a day at work. Like we do a lot of different things and there's a lot of things that come up and it's easy to feel scattered. Yeah. And sometimes I'll I'll go home and I'll be like, oh my God, I feel like I didn't do anything today. Yeah. But if you're really mindfully doing things and, and you're like, oh no, I have to, I know that I have to do all of these things or it like helps you track those things. Like, okay, it felt like I didn't do anything, but I actually did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Because I had to. But like if you forget about it, it's you know, it's out of your brain. Sometimes you just do things Yeah and kind you're of on autopilot yeah, and you're and you're not really thinking yeah. about it, but it's a huge thing and you got it done. Yep. So kind having that check in really helps me at least feel like I've accomplished something. Accomplished something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can kind of like and and I do this all the time. Like if I have a a period where I'm not super productive or, or just working on a big idea or or something like that. I kind of forget about all the other stuff that, that I've done. And I'm kind of like hard on myself sometimes that all right, I could have, we could have done another video or I could have, you know, done this or that. And mm-hmm. if you really step back and look at it, it's, we're doing a lot of stuff all the time. Yeah. And, and I need to, if you, if you check in with yourself, you'll, you'll realize that and you'll, you'll know what's important, what you need to accomplish, make sure that's accomplished and then move on to the next thing. And you won't, be looking at it in such a vague sense where you just have this feeling because you weren't busy for an hour or two that you didn't do anything all day. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's also kind of like in back in my corporate life, we would always have employee reviews and in a sense you dread them, but I always loved them because it like, it's a check-in where somebody else was checking in with you and kind of telling you how you were doing. And it's kind of nice to hear from an exterior or an external person. But like for a person like you, where you own your business, no one's doing that to you. So it's kind of nice to just at least take the time to do it with yourself. Like, okay, I know I did these things. I want to accomplish these things. So I have to do these other things to get there. Yeah. So it's just like another check. Well, there's a, there's a a new goal for me for 2022. Do a weekly check in with myself. So, um, summarizing all that stuff, making sure you're setting realistic goals that Mm -hmm. are actually measurable you know, setting an, an actual concrete thing that you can measure up against to see how you're doing yes. and check in with that goal in shorter time periods and even break mm-hmm. that goal down into smaller goals to help you get to the big goal, but it'll help you evaluate how you're making out on the way towards that goal. Yes. And think of actual actionable steps to get yeah. to, that, to that point. Yeah. Don't just say, oh, I want to get a million in sales. I hope it happens. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Think of yeah, actual more than steps. Just that... setting an intention. It's setting up a plan yes. of how you're going to get there. And I think breaking it down into smaller goals is really important because getting from, say, 100,000 to 300,000 is a, you're going to have to do a lot of different things than getting from 300 to a million. Like all the, all the things that you're going to have to do to get to each point are going to be different. So if you break mm-hmm. it down, your the actionable steps that you're going to have to take are going to be different for each portion of that goal. Mm-hmm. So it helps That's to break point, it down yeah. because it's not, you're not going to do the same thing getting from 100 to 200 that you are at 900 to a million. Yeah. It's going to be completely different. So if you break it down, you can, you can kind of adapt around that, which I think could be really helpful for people. Yeah. That's so true. I hadn't considered that, but that's, that is very true. And that's also good not even just for like a year plan for like a five-year plan. If you're really, if you yeah. do want to make those big steps, don't make it a one-year plan, make it a five-year plan and really come up with, okay, this year's focus. We are focusing on revenue growth at a production level Yeah. for the next three years. We're going to focus on marketing and really getting our name out there. And then for the last year, we're going to focus on efficiency, just efficiency. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good way to look at it. I like that. So, uh, should we talk about what our goals are for 2022? Because we've kind of, we made a, we made a goal to make goals for this, for this <laughs> year. So we already achieved that because we came up with some goals for next year 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're at a place where things are kind of stabilizing within the the industry. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a lot of issues with uh, production, with availability of certain things. So it was really hard to plan around a lot of things in the past two years. Now, things are starting to stabilize a little bit more. So I think it's more, it, it'll be a lot easier to set goals and, and know what to expect from external things that, you know, you kind of can't control. So mm-hmm. let's get into what we what we came up with for, for 2022. We got some, yeah. we got some pretty big goals. Yeah. Based They're pretty around exciting. 1 million. A couple <laughs> of them are. <laughs> yeah. Our theme for next year is 1 million. Yes. Do you want to, do you want to expand on that at all? What do, what do we got 1 million of? We want to have 1 million in revenue and 1 million total followers. Yeah. So, we want to do 1 million in total sales uh, on the actual install side of the business, which mm-hmm. is um, this year will probably end up at around 750,000. Um, it's, it's kind of a, it's not a huge jump to 1 million, but it's a huge jump for us while also doing all the other stuff that we're doing. Like, yeah. And keeping it one crew. And yeah. So we have a lot to, we need to really maximize the efficiency of what we have going because we're also trying to do all those other things. Like we just started a podcast that we have to keep up with. <laughs> we are doing all these YouTube videos and Instagram videos and all that kind of stuff. So for us, it's, it's really trying to maximize the efficiency of what we can do while also keeping all this other stuff up in the air, because if we weren't doing all the content stuff. I think hitting a million in sales would be super easy. Yeah. We could definitely do that, but mm-hmm. All the other stuff that we're doing takes up a lot of time. It takes yes. up a lot of mind power, uh, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So one million in sales is our first goal for next year. Yeah. This bubbly <laughs> is really Yeah. Really making me burpy. <laughs> <laughs> so what is what's the other one million goal that we have? Our other one million goal is one million total followers across all of our platform. We're currently um just over probably roughly 400,000. Yeah. Um, we've got some big some big goals for growth. We do. Across and all platforms. I really feel like that is going to be something that's, not that it's going to be easy to attain, but I really think that we're definitely going to hit that. We've, we've seen... <laughs> that's a, a good attitude yeah. to have. I love it. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to have that attitude before the year even starts. Otherwise, you're doomed. Yeah. But we've seen a ton of growth since you've came onto the crew and it's given us more time to sit back and analyze what's working. Whereas before I was yeah. just kind of going as fast as I possibly can to uh, do all of the administrative stuff on the business side, plus make the videos, edit them, upload them. And then you really need to have time to like monitor what's going on and analyze it to see what's working and then do more of that and what's not working and do less of that. So that was something I never really had the time for. That was like the last thing that, you know, that's like the the, the end of all of that work is once it's done, sit back and analyze it and then make mm-hmm. changes. So with you coming on, we've been able to sit back and analyze what's working and make more of the content that is doing really well. And we've taken, I think when you started... TikTok was probably around 60,000-ish. Do you remember what it was? I think it was about 40,000. I think we, yeah. It's grown a lot. It's grown a lot. In four months, now it's up to just about Mm 130,000. So that's, we might be at a million before (laughs) before February. Yeah. So that's grown a lot. That one we've had the most growth on. Uh, Instagram, we were kind of stuck around that 60,000 mark for quite a while. And now... Four months later, what are we at? Like 78,000. 78, so um, Instagram's a little bit a little bit tougher because it's so saturated. So yeah, we don't, I think that, that we can easily see the biggest amount of growth on TikTok because it's so new. There's so many people on it, but not yeah. as many content creators on there. So um, Instagram's a little bit harder to predict, but we're starting to figure out what's working on there. And that's been growing a lot, which is really great to see. Mm-hmm. Um 
Facebook, we have about 25,000 uh, followers on our business page. That's probably the the biggest opportunity where we haven't put a ton of effort, but it's something that we'll start to evaluate more. Mm-hmm. And then obviously our YouTube channel, which is at uh, currently our highest amount of followers, subscribers at 164,000. Mm-hmm. So all of those added together with uh, a little bit on LinkedIn as well is yeah. right around 400,000 followers. And we want to two and a half times that. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I think right? I, it, since I've come, I, we have had like exponential growth recently. And I just think that that's yeah. the more love you get it, the more love you give back. So I think that we, if, yeah. I think if it's our goal, we're going to nail it. 100%. And I think it will be challenging because we're adding the podcast into things and it, the podcast is wonderful and it's been great so far. Um, but it is going to take up a lot of time to also grow this at the same time. But yeah. that's a fun challenge, you know? Yeah. I think. I'm up for it. I think I think we're going to do great. I think we're definitely. Super confident in both of us and our abilities and <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what we can do. Absolutely. And so those are those are probably our two biggest goals. Yes. I mean, they're one million goals. <laughs> those are big goals. I like that, though. Having a theme for like. I know. We were trying like, to think of a third thing around yeah. a million. My, the first thing that came to my mind was do a million push-ups in a year. <laughs> but then I realized that. How I many was that? Like 4,000 a day? It was 2,700 a day. Yeah. That's too many. Yeah. I can't do that many. Well, I guess not with that attitude. Not with that no. attitude. No. We were, try- <laughs> we were trying to think of something else around the one million thing, but um, we couldn't come up with anything. Possibly one million minutes listened to this podcast. Yeah. Which would be, if everybody listened to it for the full hour, it would be like 17,000 downloads. And after just a couple of weeks, we're almost at 1,000 downloads already. Yeah. And if you include the YouTube views, we're over a thousand already, which I think is pretty good. Yeah. So for those bigger goals, we're going to have to break those down into smaller trackable goals. And yes, obviously with the 1 million in revenue, we're going to track it quarterly and we're going to set a goal for $250,000 each quarter. And then we can check in on a, on a more regular basis. Like, okay, we're, Halfway through the first quarter, are we are we close to one hundred and twenty five thousand in sales, um, or not? And since we already have pretty much the whole year sold out, it's more tracking what we've actually accomplished because uh, we can easily sell a million dollars, but it's really how much can we do in the year? Yeah. So that's going to be the biggest thing to track where we're at on our timeline of uh, where we're projecting. Uh, timelines of jobs to be and where we actually end up being that's going to be the biggest thing to track and how we can adjust and make sure that if we're behind we can hopefully get back on track or you know just track it as we go instead of looking back at the year and be like oh we're only at six hundred thousand. well all right let's reevaluate for next year yeah we can we can adapt on the fly which which is going to be helpful yes i think do you want to talk about our our new secret goal Secret goal. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I think it. this was really kind of born out of us talking about our goals. And the first two that we came up with were those, those first two, the million dollars in revenue and a million followers online. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you just say that out loud a couple of times. It's like, wow, those are really shallow goals. All we care about <laughs> is money and followers online. Um <laughs> It's a little bit more than that because, you know, with the followers, we want to kind of give back to people, share our knowledge, you know, the, the knowledge that we do have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there that is a little bit altruistic. Hopefully it's helping people. Yeah. But we want to do at least one project pro bono for somebody in need, somebody that just somebody needs. Somebody that deserves it. Yeah. Somebody that well. deserves it. Um, somebody that needs like a relaxing space. Maybe they're uh, a first responder or a just somebody that's been through it, needs a relaxing space, and that is one of our goals to give back this year and do a project for free. Yes. So we're not totally sure how we're gonna go about that yet. Maybe we'll take submissions, um, but it's definitely a goal for this year, and uh, I think it's I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. I think yeah. that's gonna be that's it's kind of a 
a treat for us too. Like, um, when you hustle so much for money and stuff, and like you said, it kind of feels shallow at a certain point, but if you get to really take the time to find somebody who deserves it and it's, and what we do is such a nice, like we give people this beautiful experience in their own home. And it's kind of like everyone deserves to have that. Everyone deserves to have a little peace of mind in their own home. And there's, there's a lot of people that, that just give so much to other people, whether Mm -hmm. it's at their job or, you know, maybe they volunteer or, or they've just been through a lot themselves. I think it's something that they would really, really like impact their quality of life. And, you know, I think it's nice for people that are giving so much of themselves to get something in return. And so that's one of our goals. And yes, I also really love the idea of if we're giving it away for free to somebody, I get 100% creative control over it, which is going to be great. <laughs> so that um, will be fun. That'll that, be really fun. <laughs> that I'm really excited for. Um, so we're going to, we're not sure when we're going to be able to do it. Um, but it's definitely a goal that is pretty important to me that we do. Yeah. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're definitely going to do it. So what else do we have? Um, Those are like the three main business goals, are, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any personal goals you want to talk about? Have you thought I about do, it I do. Yeah. Ooh. So I'm a new dad. The dad bod is definitely a real thing. Um, <laughs> and this is not another vain, uh, shallow thing like the money and the followers. <laughs> not that I want to look better. I want to be healthier. Um, I've put on some pounds. I need to shed those pounds in the new year and just get back to more. Um, I've always, I've always loved working out, whether it's running or working out in the gym or, or stuff like that. It, it just makes me feel better. Uh, it makes me more focused the rest of the day. You know, you, you mm-hmm. kind of like shed that cloudy fog in your brain. So it's something I know has always helped me. I always feel better after I do it. Yeah. But, you know, with with all this stuff going on, it's it's tough to find time for it. So that's one of my big goals is to get back to a regular workout routine. Uh, four to five days a week is what I usually aim for. So that's kind of, that's my goal. Yeah. My biggest goal. It's a good goal. Yeah. You're going to have to break it down into actionable steps. I know. To keep yourself accountable. I know. But we're like, how tra- about you just check in with me and you're like, I was just did you say. work out today? <laughs> you loser. I was just going to say, we're kind of trapped in this van with each other. And that's yeah. also one of my goals. So we're yeah. going to have to hold each other accountable for that. Yeah. Because I, one of my goals is to be one of these 5 a.m. people. I want to wake up 5 a.m. every morning, which is something that I used to do because I had to because I would leave my house very early to commute yep. to work. But it was that I wasn't waking up that early because I like wanted to have free time in the morning. I was just, I had to get out the door. Yeah. But I want to be one of those people that wake up at 5 a.m., work out, have time to read those books that I never have time to read yep. during the normal week. Yep. So that's definitely one of my goals to be a 5 a.m. person Monday to Friday. I've gone through really long stretches where I am a 5 a.m. person. Um, mm-hmm. And I tend to wake up early anyway. Yeah. Especially lately. Uh, I'll, I wake up at like 5, 5.30, like 6 at the latest. And I'm just kind of like up and not doing anything. Just kind of meandering around. And it, but when you get into the habit of waking up, and, and I think the most important thing with that is picking something that you're going to do right away yeah so i'll i'll get into kicks of running uh in the morning and that's definitely my favorite time to run just because i hate when people are like out and they they're watching you and i don't know it just seems weird i like to do it early in the morning there's not anybody out and picking that one thing like if you're gonna run that morning you just get up you put your shoes on and you immediately go outside and just start doing it yeah because if you just you're like oh i want to work out and i want to read and I want to do some meditation, you know, then you just kind of get up and at least most of the time for me, I end up just like looking at my phone or something because it's not like, (laughs) okay, as soon as I wake up, I put my running shoes on, I get outside, I run. And then that like, it shocks you awake and it gets you, it just gets you set up to, to probably do those other two things that you wanted to do. It's like, okay, now I'm done my run. I'll stretch, maybe I'll meditate. And then maybe I'll read 10 pages of this book that I'm reading. Yeah. So no, that's I like that. You got to th- get out there. Yeah. Right away. 
I think I, I set myself up for failure because I'll, I'll, I cannot run in the morning. I have tried that so many times. If I run Not after dinner, attitude. well, <laughs> I'm an after, I'm a late night runner. I like to, if I run after dinner, I can run forever and I feel great. I don't know why, mm. but if I run first thing in the morning, it like makes me feel ill. But if I wake up and like I could go to the gym or I could do yoga, I just need yeah. to, when I'm in my weekly planning sessions, I'll just plan out my week and say, Monday's going to be my yoga day. Tuesday will be my go. gym day. Yep. See, actionable plans. Actionable plans. And one of the other goals that I have for this year is to get back into meditation because yeah. I am somebody that obviously you've you've been working with me for four months I mean, you've known me for a long time, but I think working with me has really given you a good picture at just how bad my ADHD is. I am like all over the place <laughs> and my mind is like a tornado. But meditation is one thing that helps me kind of quiet my mind. And I always have a hundred things just floating around in my brain. But I find that when I'm in the habit of meditating on a daily basis, it helps me like kind of step back and look at those things and kind of like cipher through them a little bit better. Like, okay, these are the things that are floating around in my brain right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me just do this one thing. Cause otherwise if it's just more abstract and you just feel all this stuff that you have to do, at least that this is how I experience it. Maybe people without ADD won't understand what I'm saying, but it just <laughs> feels like this cloud in my brain that, gives me like anxiety. Like, yeah, I know I have a hundred things to do, but where do I start? <laughs> so it helps me kind of quiet that. And I went through over a year of doing meditation every day. I use the calm app mm -hmm. and that tracks your progress. So like my longest streak was I think close to 400 days. So I was, I was really, wow. really good at it for a while at sticking to it. Yeah. And like some days you feel like you can't do it at all but it's just about taking that 5 10 30 minutes um sometimes i'll do it up to an hour and it really really an hour me. yeah oh my gosh yeah that's when really I, impressive when i jump into something i really want to like <laughs> test it out and try to get the most out of it yeah but just being consistent um was the biggest thing for me it just helped me check in with myself every morning and kind of like quiet that chaos that's constantly going in my brain yeah so that's another big goal for me. Get back to a meditation practice. Yeah. I think, um, like you said, when you have a thousand things floating around in your head and it's overwhelming. Yeah. I think another good thing for goals is writing things down. Like yep. it's so, and I know even like in our van with our whiteboards, it it feels better to just have things written down and yeah. outside of your brain. It, it doesn't feel so overwhelming. If you just write it down. Yeah. That feels so much better. Because a lot of times, the things that are kind of floating around in your brain, it might be three things that are really important that you really have to do that should get done, mm -hmm. that it's imperative that these things get done. They're actually really important. But then usually once you write down the things that are floating around in your brain, you realize a lot of the other things like aren't that pressing, aren't that important, <laughs> yeah. and you shouldn't be stressed out about them. Maybe it's yeah. something you need to get to in the next week or the next month. Or it's and, something that's going to take five minutes and you just need to... yeah. Like sit down. And do I it. put off think five minute things <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Sarah always yells at me for it because she'll be like, "Can you put the trash out?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, I will." Just let me sit down for a little bit, and she'll be like, "You're you're definitely gonna forget." I'm like, no, I won't. I definitely won't. But if you just do that thing right then, you're just done with it. Yeah. And it's over. Yeah. So that's definitely something something really good to think about. Um, do you have any more personal goals? <laughs> um. Yeah, I've got a lot of personal goals. Um. I don't know. If, I don't want to bore the people to death with my personal goals, but rattle them off real quick. Um, what do you got? I'm gonna buy a Ford Bronco. I don't care what <laughs> year it is. It can be from the 70s. It can be from the 90s. It can be a new one. I am going to buy one. <laughs> I've wanted one since I was 15 years old, and this is my year. I'm gonna do it. It sounds like another superficial goal, but it means a lot to me. I even wrote it in my senior bio oh, for really? high school. Yeah, how bad I wanted one. So, wow. Now that they have the new ones, they're all sold out. And I've been told a million times that I, if I want one, I have to pre-order a 2023. Now get an older one. When so, you first said that earlier, I thought you just meant a new one. And I was like, Catherine's another shallow goal. <laughs> all we care about is money, followers, and, a new <laughs> and car. brand new cars. But if you get like an old one, no. that's just sweet. I don't, I will buy like an, an old OJ. one and then I'll fix it. I don't care what kind of, but that's, that's another problem. 
When I first wanted one, they were like $2,000 junk cars. No one wanted them. Now they're so popular. And I saw one online that was like a 1995 with like 200,000 miles on it. And it was listed for $30,000. And I was like. Was it OJ's actual? (laughs) It looked like it, but it wasn't OJ's actual car. But I, I will buy it and I will fix it and I'll learn whatever I have to do if I have to. But this is the year. Yeah. 2022 is the year of the Bronco for me. Wow. I don't know why it matters so much to me, but that yeah. like it matters uh, a lot. <laughs> it's, it's good to have but those goals. you need to have personal goals. <laughs> you yeah. do. Um, but also, less, I am on the fundraising committee for my local sailing club, and I have a lot of goals around that because they need to raise a lot of money. So I want to be the one to raise a lot of money for them. Yeah. And they need to raise $1 million. They do need to raise $1 million. If anybody's really passionate about sailing <laughs> and historic yacht build. What is it? It's like a It's a historic racing club, a sailing club. Historic racing club and it's like yeah. a house that's on the water. What do you is it like it's like a dock. It's a it's a pier with a pier. building on it. Yeah. Yeah, a pier with a building and they need to raise a million dollars to fix it for what a 300-year plan. So it'll be good it's for It's a 100-year plan. A hundred, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, if anybody wants to donate to that, you'll help <laughs> Catherine out with one of her goals for yeah. next year. Yeah. Um anything else? Um just little things here and there, but those are those are my big ones. Those are the big goals. Yeah. What about you? That's you said all yours. I think so. I want to be healthier. I want to continue to work towards more of a work life balance, mm-hmm. and I want to get back into a regular meditation practice because it's something that really helps me um, just deal with my ADHD and um, kind of quiet my mind and help me focus a little bit better. So yeah. That's that's pretty much it. I don't want to that overwhelm so myself much, yeah. with because you you set too many goals and you'll never achieve them. That's true. Because it's just like oh, you know, you feel like if you didn't start everything in the first week, you're like, well, I'm, all right, I'll just wait till next year. So <laughs> those are the ones that are most important to me. I'm gonna stick yeah. to those. And uh, I feel like a jerk that you chose meditation and I chose a Ford Bronco. But yep, you're <laughs> to each his own. Shallow. <laughs> yeah. I have um, a working out goal too. That's you know. Yeah. We all have our goals. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever your goals are. And the working out is not shallow. It's for health. It's for health. It's for health and mental health. Yeah. Which is also very important. Very important. Yes. So let's not go too much into that because that's going to be one of our future episodes. Yeah, that's a future episode. So we won't Um, talk about that. But how about we listen to some other people's. Yeah, we got a couple calls in here. So let's see. Let's see what we got on the hotline. Let's see what we got. First up is... John, let's get this going. Here we go. Hello, this is John with Bayside Outdoor Living out of Baltimore, Maryland. Just wanted to share some of, some of our 2022 goals for the season. Um, we want to install three pools this year and really grow on our outdoor design. Um, we are interested in growing a second crew and doubling our workload this year. Um, and our one of our third goals is to get more into commercial plantings. Um, we're kicking off the spring with a 700 tree install, and I'd love to do uh, potentially a few more of those for the season as well. Um, give us a good workload to get done. Um, and I've got a few more, but that's it for now. So looking forward to the season. I hope everybody's doing well. Everybody does well this year, and uh, looking looking forward to hearing everybody else's goals as well. Thanks. Did he say 700 tree install? He did, yeah. That's, that's, so, that's many. so many trees, yeah. We we appreciate your call, John. That's John from Bayside Outdoor Living. Uh, we really appreciate that. And it sounds like he's got some very big goals. Uh, the biggest thing that sticks out to me is the pool installs. A lot of people are trying to get into installing pools. Now that you know fiberglass pools are becoming more popular, uh, the installation is very similar to a lot of hardscape installations as far as the equipment that you need if you have an excavator and uh skid steers and you can move a lot of material you kind of have what you need to install fiberglass pools and with every pool company at least around here being booked out uh, a year two years it's almost impossible to find a pool company that has space in their schedule to install a pool so it's something that we've sort of Sort of looked into. Yeah. I don't think we're ready for it this year. We maybe have a, a 2023 goal. Maybe a 2023 goal, but it's interesting to hear more and more people say that they want to start installing pools. So I think, yeah. John, that's a that's a great goal. 
three is a very attainable number. Three is measurable. Yeah. One, two, three. Absolutely. You can track your progress getting to that. And uh, and it's not too overwhelming. You know, you don't want to say we want to install 15 pools because that's more than one a month. Three, that's one every four months. I think you're absolutely going to kill that goal. Yes, absolutely. Double the uh, workload. Get a second crew. Yeah. He also said he wants to get more into commercial jobs. Yeah. Which, man, I can't recommend that enough. If you want to make the big bucks, yeah, do commercial stuff. Really? Oh yeah, that's where the money I, is. Were you handling any of that kind of stuff at uh at your your in your former life? Yeah. Any of those maintenance contracts? Uh, yep. And there's a lot of money in it, so really, so do it. Yeah. And I would see all the I would see all the bills, and I I wouldn't handle the invoices, but I had access to them, so I would see them, and yeah. it's a lot. It's worth it. Yeah. If you're really? considering that, if you're considering going residential versus commercial, I'm. I, you know, I don't know everything, obviously, so I'm sure that there's a lot of differences as far as, yeah, like insurance costs and all that kind of stuff. But I think commercial, one of the- and you the the nice thing that I always like to say is when you do commercial as opposed to real estate, like or residential, if you're working on someone's house, it's like they're like there, they're watching there. You. It's like. And it's their home. They care so much more about it. it yeah. Not that people don't care about commercial, but like it's personal when you're working on someone's home. Yeah. And you're around their family and their children and yeah. whatever. If you go to commercial, it's business. That is just. Yeah. Just cut this grass. Straight up business. And get yep. on your way. We and you don't have to worry much. about someone being like, oh, we can't afford to pay you because yeah. little Joey got sick this month. It's like. We're a multi-billion <laughs> dollar yeah. real estate company. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, uh that's one of my that's a that's really tip interesting. I like to say. Yeah. And I, I never even really like thought to um to ask you about that because obviously that was your former life, commercial real estate. Yeah. And you do hear a lot of people say that uh the margins are too small in commercial work. And I think that kind of comes down to you really, really have to understand your numbers mm-hmm. on big commercial contracts because uh if you mess up big you're going to, I mean, if you mess up really big on a really big commercial uh, contract, you're probably going to go out of business or, you know, just have to back out of that contract and face whatever consequences come from it because it's usually huge, huge amounts of work, either tons of mowing, uh, tons of maintenance, 700 trees. So you mess up and you don't know your costs, you can really, really get hammered on that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you know your numbers and sounds like you recommend it. So that's awesome. I do. Yeah. Even just like, gosh, the amount of money that the companies that I work for spent on like snow removal were just yep. astronomical. So yeah. I, uh, and it's usually you can get in with like a landlord or a company and mm. then you do all their properties as opposed to just like hustling per yeah. house. Yeah, definitely. But just something to consider. Well, we have another call. Do you want to go to our other call? Yeah. Well, first, we appreciate the the call, John. Oh, yes, we thanks, love John. the uh, we love the goals, and it sounds like he's already on the right track. He's got measurable, uh, attainable, realistic goals. And uh, hey, check in with us throughout the year. Maybe maybe we'll do yeah. we'll do some check in episodes, and uh, we'll see how everybody's doing with their goals. Yeah. And we'll talk about how we're doing with our goals. Yeah. So keep killing it out there, John. Appreciate it. All right, and next up we have Tony. Hey, Sean, uh, Tony Zambito from uh, Zamco Group out here in cold, snowy Montreal, uh, Quebec, Canada. Um, calling uh, just to say, uh, yeah, so my goals, I'd say, for the 2022 season are definitely to uh, expand our um, design uh, division of the company, uh, maybe outside of the province. Um, aside from that, would definitely be to create better content for our social media while also uh, becoming more engaging with our um, our followers on social media platforms uh, so that we could find out what they want us to produce as far as content. Because, um, you know, as you know, it's funner uh, to build the projects when you're creating the content and sharing that with everybody. So that's our goal, to be more attentive to what uh, people want to see uh, while still building, you know, awesome projects. Um, so that's about it. Uh, love what you're doing. Keep it up, buddy. Uh, and uh, that's about uh, all I have to say. Happy New Year and happy holidays. 
Appreciate the call, Tony. Tony is uh, Tony's the man. I love that guy. Group A Zamco. Uh, one of my f- favorite French Canadian people that I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know that many, but he is uh, really an awesome guy. And it's it's cool to hear his goals because he has a very a somewhat similar business kind of type to us. He's very design focused and. One of the things that that I really love about uh, Tony's business is that it's really hard to develop your own design style where if you're just scrolling through an Instagram feed, as soon as you see that picture, you know exactly who did the work Like before you even see the name. And he has one of those styles where he does mostly, I don't know if it's mostly or maybe it's just the pictures that I happen to see it seems like he's doing mostly like driveways and front entrances of houses. And he has like this super unique style that it's all, it all looks like his brand, but they're all so different. So Mm -hmm. I really, I love seeing that from other designers and it sounds like he wants to expand the design side of his business, which is something I also hear a lot of people wanting to do because once you get a, a reputation for that, you know, unique brand as far as design, you can reproduce that and, you know, design for somebody that doesn't live anywhere near you. And it's something that's a lot, not not that it's a lot easier to do, but it's a quicker way to kind of get some revenue and you don't have to be out there actually building the project. So you just take that one aspect of it, you design the project and then you send them on their way and they can hire their own contractor. And it's a little bit less of an in-depth relationship where you're not at their house for, you know, a month or, or whatever. You're just, I'll come up with the design, you get that revenue, and a lot less overhead is associated with that type of work because really you might have an employee doing it or if you're doing it yourself, really the only costs you have are computer design software. So it can be a really lucrative part of your business to, to expand on. Yeah. For sure. That's great. I think that that's really interesting um, because we've talked about just doing designs and Mm -hmm. I always think that that's so interesting to think about how different each part of the country is with their designs or in his case, he's in Canada. So yeah, where where did he say he was from? He's from Montreal. Montreal. Yep. Um, So that would be really interesting to learn, you know, if you're going to do designs all over the country, because if you look at a house... From yeah. New Jersey and then a house from California, like totally different styles. So, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that, you know, maybe I, I again, I don't think for 2022, it's something that we're really we, we really have to lock down what we have going on currently <laughs> before we look at expanding into yeah. something like design, because uh, it's just too con- time consuming for us right now. But it's definitely something that I probably see in our five year plan to expand on that and almost have that run as a, as kind of a standalone part of the business where, yeah, uh, it's definitely a lot easier to scale that side of it because we have the reach. Um, really it's just kind of finding people to team up with me and pump out designs that kind of speak to our brand. Yeah. So that's good to hear that he's trying to, uh, expand on that and he's trying to, uh, up his social media game listen to kind of what other people want to see, what his current followers want to see more of. And that kind of goes back to what we were saying with having the time to sit back and kind of analyze what's working and then do more of that. Yeah. And that's, it's such a, like, it's such a thing that people don't think about. Like, you know, you just create the content, you throw it out there, but a huge part of it is like analyzing what's working and what's not, what do people want to see more of, reading and responding to all the comments because that's where you're going to get the feedback. So Mm -hmm. that's a lot of work and um, it's cool to see him recognize that and want to expand on it because he he definitely has the the quality work, the really cool designs where he could, you know, sky's the limit for him on, on social media, but it's just putting in that time to analyze what's working, listen to your current followers and, and just do more of that. Yeah. And I think that kind of leads into what we were saying about our social media um, episode. And I think that social media growth is in a lot of people's goals for next year. And it's so important to 
a lot of people just think like, oh, I'll just pump out a lot of content. Yeah. My goal is to pump out, you know, two posts a day for the whole year. But having those like reflective yeah. stages in your goal setting are so yeah. important to sit yeah. back and analyze or reflect on what people actually want to see. I mean, that's something that we're we're starting to talk about all the time. And I think with mm -hmm. our one million total followers goal, that's going to be really important. Like I'd say at least twice a week, we just kind of sit here and kind of talk about like how we want each of us to be perceived, how we want yeah. the brand in general to be perceived and just reflect on that and, and you know, not make too drastic of changes. A lot of times we kind of end up with, you know, maybe here's a small idea that we can implement, but mostly at the end of the day, I feel like we're being true to who we are as a company, as individuals, and mm -hmm. we need to stay the course on that. But it's, it's something that we talk about a lot. So we are spending a lot of time analyzing what's working, but also just reflecting on the branding as a whole and yeah. all of our content as a whole. Yeah. So that's, is that where we should leave it? Because this one to be continued, obviously. Yeah. 2022. Um, I, I already can't wait to like listen to this back next year. Next like, year years. <laughs> we only wanted a million in sales. We reached That's crazy. a we got billion. It's <laughs> insane. <sighs> but I think setting the goals is, is great. And you know, it, it's, it's important to set the goals and, have those good intentions going into the new year, but it doesn't mean anything unless you follow through and you track it. Yes. And I've, I feel like I've achieved a lot of my goals that I've set, but it's, they've been so vague and it's just by like sheer determination and like grit that, you know, it could have probably <laughs> been a lot easier if I had analyzed it along the way. Yeah. And that's where like some organization and uh, a process and a timeline and setting aside a time each week to reflect on it is really going to be helpful. So, yes, that's what we're going to do in 2022. Yes, we are. That rhymed. So, <laughs> so it's going to work oh, out. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so I'm going to be counting on you to hold me accountable. And I'm going to be making you hold me accountable, too. We're going to we're going to be in this van just goal setting and crushing, crushing goals. It. Yep. <laughs> so. I hope everybody has a, a great New Year's, um, you know, really enjoy the last couple days. Like we're sitting here drinking champagne out of the bottle because, yep. you know, we're going to start fresh on, on Saturday <laughs> anyway. So why not enjoy the last couple of years? I hope you did because this is going to come out after the New Year. So, um, yes. you know, enjoy that time. Take some time to reflect on what goals you want to set for the year and, um, you know, be honest with yourself. Make sure you're checking in with yourself or team up with somebody else and uh, share your goals with each other. Yeah. I don't recommend sharing with too many people because, um, oh, you know, that was another point that we wanted to make. Oh, I totally forgot about that. It was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See, I just like have other people that will hold you accountable, but make sure that you seek out people that you find inspirational. Yeah. For those goals. Yeah. Because if you hang out with, Five smart people, you will be the fifth. If you hang or the sixth, if you <laughs> hang out, <laughs> this champagne has gone to my head. Oh yeah. If you hang out with five motivated people, you will be the sixth. If you hang out with five lazy people, you will be the sixth. Yep. So it's all about who you surround yourself with. Be around people who will hold you accountable. Yeah. Seek out people who motivate you and you find inspirational. Yep. Oh, that was another one of my goals. What? To find more women in construction. To to yeah. learn from that was one of my goals see all right let's start the episode i, I know i can i can <laughs> talk about this top. forever i yeah. i i love goal setting but one of the things remember don't set too many I know. goals don't set too many goals that's that one's an easy one that's though. yeah you can connect with other women in construction yeah because we're gonna have an episode on women in construction yes i know some women in construction we'll get them to call in yeah and then you guys can be besties yeah so there you That's, go. Yeah, that that is one one of my more ambiguous goals that I'm okay with being ambiguous and kind of yeah. figuring it out as it goes. Yeah, but you can't you can't like set goals with um, friendships. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I need five <laughs> inspirational yeah. women friends. <laughs> yes. So that's a really good point. I, I like to say share it with um, 
people that are going to hold you accountable, um, that aren't going to be haters to you. Or, I mean, that can kind of go either way. Because I like to... They can be haters, they just can't hold you back. You can't let it hold you back. Yeah, because I sometimes like to seek some people out that are going to doubt, you know, my vision because that adds fuel to my fire. I'd love that in a way. But really, the people that you're going to be like, that's good in the beginning to, to get a little fire under you to get going. Have some haters that say you can't do it, but have uh, maybe an accountability group or mm-hmm. or just a friend or your spouse or a family member that you're going to set goals with together and you're going to hold each other accountable. Yeah. That's a big thing. We're going to we're gonna make sure that we achieve these goals. Yes. No ifs, ends, or buts about it. Mm-hmm. We're getting these goals. So seek some people out that are going to help you with those goals. Not going to hold you back. And they're going to they're gonna hold you accountable and say, Hey, Sean, what did, what did you do to get closer to your goals? You didn't do anything. You're just sitting here drinking champagne out of the bottle. You got to stop that. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to do. So I guess that's that's where we'll leave it because it's it's going to be to be continued. Yes, it has to be because yeah. the year hasn't started. One more it's cheers! True. Cheers! Yep, to a a successful year, and we'll catch you in the new year. So until next time, this has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. <laughs>